Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Hmm. Sun is streaming in my office window. It's very nice. Melting golden winter sunlight is really such a treasure. Today is Friday, February 1st. I'll put up a picture of the picture from the Stephanie Law calendar. It actually reminds me of Grace Draven's cover for uh, Dragon Unleashed. It's really neat. Um, It's got a lovely feel of spring emerging from thaw or from the freeze. The thaw emerging from the freeze. Maybe that's what I want. And it's full of that golden light, too. My yoga teacher was talking yesterday about the afternoon light filling the studio. She's very good at evoking connection to the natural world. It's one reason why I really enjoy her as a teacher. And she talks about taking that light and bringing it into you and letting it illuminate you, which is um, a lovely and restful thing. So... uh, I did make it to yoga yesterday, obviously, and that was great. Uh, Tomorrow morning is the tough yoga class where she'll be saying, you wanted to get up for this. (laughs) Um, Not a huge word count yesterday. Uh, I'm still on track, but... um, Not as much as I wanted. It was going a little bit slowly again. So it goes. I think part of it is is my ramping up. Uh, I did do more words this week than I have in all of January. I got, um, so far this week, I have about 12,500 words. So that's um, more than double what I've gotten every other week in January so far. I hadn't been doing steady drafting in January, of course, but... um, yeah, so you know it's good. I'm I'm allowing myself that uh, the ramping up. I also got more words in January than I did in uh, November or December. And so I've just sort of uh, trying to keep it on the increase. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm happy with it, and Lonan's rain is coming along. I saw. Evergreen in the comments uh, confessed that she is waiting to read book five until book six comes out, which I suspect most of you are. So fine, fine, whatever. Book six should be soon, so it'll all work out just fine. I was talking yesterday. Oh, well, I should back up slightly. I have a cover for the Orchid Throne. And it is so gorgeous, you guys. It's so beautiful. Uh, So I I should mention that. And we'll be doing a cover reveal soon. So that's that's the exciting news. And then I was talking with... The other thing that's on my mind. I'm looking at my notes. Yes. We talked about that yesterday. Wow. 
Yeah, we kind of had to go back and forth on that cover a little bit. I think I mentioned that before, that the first iteration didn't work. But this one, it's just really got magic to it, uh, especially on the phone screen. It just seems to glow. So um, excited to reveal that. I think the reveal will be soon. I was talking with an author friend yesterday about blurbs in general. And she was telling me that, uh, well, uh, let me explain about blurbs. She she was telling me that she had blurbed some authors who had never said anything to her about the blurbs. And she was wondering if, she was a little bit hurt by that. And she was wondering if maybe that was industry standard. And I said, no, I think that's rude. (laughs) Um, You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm waffling on that. Uh, You know, the way blurbing works, you can do it in a couple of ways that uh, very often the author's editor or agent will contact you. Uh, and ask you for the blurb. Uh, lately, mine have almost always been coming through Agent Sarah. An editor or agent will ask her, and she will ask me. And that's a good way to do it, because you always want to allow the person you're asking the polite opportunity to to say no. I saw a newbie author asking on Twitter not long ago, uh, both this author and their editor was saying, hey, if, you know, arcs are going to be available, and if you want to get in on blurbing this book, let me know. And it was on open Twitter, and the editor, for example, did not follow me. And so I would have had to follow them and get them to follow me back so I could DM them. And that would have been trackable. It would have been too coincidental if this author, who is someone I know, sees this and thinks, oh, well, maybe Jeffy's thinking about blurbing my book. So what I did instead was I contacted that author's agent, who I happen to know personally, um, which is not always the case, this person I knew. And I said, I don't know if I'm the right person, but I'm willing to take a look at the book. But it's got to be that way, because if I tell the author directly that I'm willing to look at it, and then I end up not liking the book, I don't have an out. Um, and there's just there's just nothing worse. And sometimes, sometimes you just don't like the book. Sometimes you don't feel like you can say something flattering about it. And if you can't say something flattering about it, then you can't blurb it. I mean, that's just not the point. It's not a book review. It's supposed to be helpful to them. And ideally, the person blurbing a book will then um, talk it up as well. And you want to be able to do that. So if it comes to your agent, that's ideal because then you can say, well, uh, sure, send it to me, but your agent will cover for you and say, well, you know, I don't know if she'll be able to get to it. She's, oh, she's so busy, so many deadlines. And that way, if you don't like it, you could say, oh, I'm so sorry, I just couldn't get to it. And fair enough, there you are. So, but 
if somebody does decide to blurb the book, as in the case of my author friend, uh, it had happened for her that several authors, their editors had asked for the blurb, and she had read the books and given good blurbs, and the editors thanked her, but the authors never did. And I said, well, I said, well, I, I think it's rude because when I have blurbed authors, uh, they they always thank me. It's a small community. You know, it's like you're going to see these people. And I asked her who they were, of course. <laughs> so we, we talked about uh, who they were and two of them I'd never heard of. And they're debut authors. So maybe they are... Well, actually, all four of the ones that she had this happen with are newish authors. Uh, One of them is very young, a teenager still. So it's entirely possible that they just don't have the manners or they are socially awkward, and we should cut them slack for that. But, you know, it's very easy to reach out to people on social media you know, and say something like mad props to Thea Harrison for giving me a great blurb on the Orchid Throne, which Thea Harrison did. And it was great. I really appreciated it. Um, I've, I've blurbed her books and, and I love her books. And so it's an easy thing to do. Um, this thing of, Somebody blurbing your book and, you know, it's possible that their editors didn't tell them, but I think it's unlikely because two of those people, I also, one of them I gave a blurb and the other one I talked up and tagged and neither person directly acknowledged me. Um, So it's the same behavior for both. So either they feel like, they feel awkward doing it, or or there's some ego involved there. And I think that certainly there is, with the two authors that I didn't know, I was looking at their social media, and, you know, there was a lot of ego in those social media threads, you know, feeling very pleased with themselves and perhaps very deserving of the attention and the blurbs. So I told my author friend that I was talking to that something that I have started doing when I am asked to blurb a book is I go and I stalk that person's social media. I go and look at what they post. And for example, one of the debut authors that she was talking about who never acknowledged her or thanked her had a pinned tweet that was just like absolutely bitchy. You know, like, and it was pinned from... 2017, you know, so it's been up there for a couple of years. And, you know, so clearly this person stands by this thing, but it's just a snide and bitchy thing to have on your Twitter feed. And it's like, oh, yeah, that would have been a red flag for me. Because somebody who puts a lot of stuff in their social media stream that indicates that they feel like they are a lot more clever or talented or special than other people um, doesn't bode well for how they might receive um, a favor like that. And I think that's why 
this bothers me because blurbing another author's work is a huge favor. It's a big ask. Um, we don't ask it lightly. Our editors and agents don't ask it lightly because it means reading a book that you have to fit into your schedule of lots of reading. And it means giving thought to what to say, which is also not easy. And then it's, it's a piece of your reputation. It's, it's, you are giving a piece of your energy and your name and your enthusiasm to supporting this book, you know, and people can say, Oh, readers don't care about blurbs. And we could go, we could have days of arguments about whether or not this works. Uh, I can tell you that, and I've told editors, whenever an agent or editor will say, oh, I don't think blurbs work, I will say, I, it may not work on you, and it probably doesn't work on me now, because I'm pretty savvy about who blew, blurbs who and why. I know how it works. But when I was a young reader, I was hugely influenced by that. Uh, if I was in a bookstore looking to spend my allowance on mass market paperbacks, which was what I very often did. If like I saw a book that had a blurb from Anne McCaffrey on the cover, I would buy it. (laughs) Or certainly at the library, I would get it. Um, I remember there being a couple of times when I saw an author's name on the cover and I got it only to discover later that that author hadn't actually written the book. I'd like been so excited to see their name that I had missed that they were just blurbing the book and not actually writing it. So I think in those cases it does work. And I think that's another reason why we're all very careful about uh, offering blurbs and only offering it stuff to that, only offering that on books that we like, because I really don't, I want my readers to know that if I say I liked a book, that I'm telling the truth and I'm not blowing sunshine up their collective skirts. Um, Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, this whole thing where you, I just don't understand why you would not acknowledge and thank somebody. Uh, And I recently blurbed a book and I'm not going to be able to think of her name now. Uh, oh, I I will, because I mentioned it here on the podcast. And, and she saw that I mentioned her on the podcast, and she put it on Twitter. Um, I think the book was Kingdom of Exiles, and I'm picturing her name. It was the, oh, Maxim. Yeah, Maxim. And then it was sort of a French last name. Anyway, I'll put it in the tags if if you guys are interested. But I mentioned it here. I really did like her book. I gave her a nice blurb. And she went on Twitter and she linked to my podcast. And she said, well, the fabulous Jeffy Kennedy said great things about my book and I'm over the moon. And look, she mentioned me on her podcast and how awesome is that? You know, and the thing about that is that amplified what I did for her because she tagged me. So people saw that and it made me happy that she was happy to know that she appreciated it. And it also did a a bump for me 
you know, and when we talk about a high tide floats all boats, you know, you have to be willing to share the tide, right? You want to bump up other people at the same time because it's just, it's all, it's all good. It all um, lifts us up. You know, if I say something nice about somebody on social media, it reflects well on both of us. Having your bitchy pinned tweet at the top of your Twitter stream does not help you. (laughs) So I know this has been a bit of a rant, but I think it's important to remember, you know, we've, we've had social media and the internet for quite a while now, you know, and there's been lots of conversations about being careful about what's on your, you know, what you put on your Facebook page because potential employers might look at it and everything. But, you know, it's not just that. It's this is, if I want to know something, if I don't know a person and I want to get a feel for who they are, I will go look at their Twitter stream. Um, it's big, mainly because it's easier to look at than their Facebook page. I might look at their Facebook, but I will go look at your Twitter stream and I will see um, how you talk to people and what kinds of things you say uh, and what your tone is. And I, I do make decisions based on that. So, you know, think think about who you are portraying yourself as <laughs> on social media. All right. So that's my rant for the day um, and actually a rant for the week. Uh, kicking off February and fine ranty style. Ah, <laughs> uh, that sunshine is just illuminating which I know is uh, obvious, not a metaphor at all, but it does feel like it gets underneath my skin and radiates out again. So I hope you all have that feeling for the rest of your Friday, uh, that you have a glorious weekend, and I shall talk to you all on Monday. Take care. Bye-bye.